I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. All right, people. Welcome, welcome. Today, we are talking about planting seeds. And I love coming up with these titles because I I always wonder, like, are people going to know what that means? (laughs) Yes, I know you do. And I've talked to some of my clients about this concept before. So this is going to be familiar if you are one of those clients. So here's the deal. When you start a business, you do a ton of work. And a lot of that work that you do in the beginning does not result in anything, (laughs) right? And you might think like, oh, well, that means failure. And then people say, well, I don't want that. I don't want to start a business and then not see results, not get any clients, not make any sales. So therefore, I'm just not going to start because I don't want to fail. So what I want to impart to you, because I've experienced this week, this sort of sowing of the seeds, and it feels really freaking good. And it takes a lot of work to harvest, (laughs) to get to harvest time. And that's just part of the deal. And that's why I feel like coaching is so important in the beginning of launching a business, because Everything that happens or doesn't happen in our business, we're so tied to it personally that we make it mean something about us. So sowing seeds means that you are literally putting pieces out into the world to talk about your business, to you know share information about your business. It might be pieces of content you start to just sprinkle this stuff out there. It might be emails to people, networking events. You start to kind of put the little pebble in the pond and the ripples start to go out. And sometimes if you don't throw that pebble in the right way with the right exact kind of flip to your wrist, it might just plop right into the water. And again, like we watch these actions in our business and we say, oh, that plop means I'm bad, means I'm not good at this, means I should quit, I should go back and do the thing that's easier. And why did I tell myself I could do this? And it's just the way we threw the rock, right? It either skims nicely across the top of the water or it just plops in because of the way we threw it. And it doesn't mean that we throw bad (laughs) or that we should never throw a pebble again, it means we need practice, right? When you stand at the side of a pond or a lake and you practice skimming rocks for an hour, you know, if you've ever done that, that your rocks are going to skim beautifully by the end of that hour. But if you try to just throw a few rocks and then you watch the way they go and then you get frustrated and then you walk away, you're never going to learn how to skim a rock. We're not born with that skill, right? Do you like how I just immediately pivot into metaphors? I'm pivoting away from actual examples and into metaphors. But I hope that makes sense because we would never 
judge ourselves by the way we skip rocks. It's just kind of like, oh, I never do this. Oh, here I am like five years after the last time I tried to do this and I still can't do it. And I'm not saying that you ha- that it means anything about your character either. If you're the person who just walks away from the lake and you're like, eh, I don't feel like learning how to skip rocks, <laughs> right? Like you don't have to learn how to skip rocks. What I'm saying is if your rock doesn't skim the surface of the water beautifully, don't make it mean something about you, right? You can, you can walk away if you want. You get to do whatever you want. Just don't take it personally when your rock plops. It's also fun. You're still standing at the edge of a lake. You're still taking time to yourself. You're still looking around, breathing clean air, right? Like you're still having an experience. So whether it plops or skims, right, like doesn't change the situation. It doesn't change the circumstance, right? Whatever you make it mean is just happening in your brain. So let's do, let's talk about some concrete examples. So when you launch a business, typically you might try different things. You might try a webinar, you might try a podcast, you might try blog posts, you might try cold emails, you might get on the phone with people and you might go to networking events and then there's like a slew of other things, right? And these are kind of making this example based on marketing, but I want to expand outside of just the marketing realm too. But let's just talk about marketing because I think it's an easy first focus, especially for people who are launching a business that don't come from a marketing background. And what might happen is you do a webinar and three people sign up. And I know that coaches talk about this all the time, but this is the truth, okay? So when you've never launched a webinar before, I know there's this anticipation, like if I do X, Y, Z, then I might be able to sell out. And I do have one client that did her very first webinar and she had 160 people sign up. I think 40 people ended up coming, which is phenomenal, phenomenal. My first webinar was, I think, three friends and maybe two people who I had just met in like my certification program. So I think I spent about three weeks trying to push people to this webinar and five people came and three of them were my friends. And guess what? I didn't make that mean anything about me. I was still nervous as fuck. Like I was so nervous about five people. I hated at that moment being in front of a camera. I was super uncomfortable about delivering information without reading a script. I mean, I should find that webinar and post it for you guys because I'm sure it sucked ass. But it was a it was a seed planting moment, right? So whatever information came of that webinar made some impact on some of those people and then it becomes a seed. So I planted a seed and that seed might sprout and that seed might not sprout and that seed might get passed from one person to another person. But if you never plant the seed, if I never did that webinar, what would have happened? I would have been taking action from fear or inaction, right? So I was scared to do the webinar. I was scared about how to promote it, how to get people in there. If I didn't show up, I wouldn't have learned how to do a webinar. I wouldn't have learned how to 
convey information freely without reading a script. I wouldn't have ever gotten comfortable in front of a camera. I I just wouldn't have put myself out there. So this was like the very first seed that I planted. And it's a continued effort. So when you garden, I mean, I like this metaphor of planting seeds because when you garden, you don't expect that every single seed is going to sprout. So you overseed, right? You put extra seeds in there just in case, because then if you have extra seeds, you get to choose, you get to weed them out, right? You can pull the, the sprouts out if it's too full, right? But if you don't plant enough seeds and if you plant five seeds and four of them don't sprout, you're going to have one carrot and that's not going to really be worth all the effort. I mean, it's fun. I'm, you know, I'm not going to discourage you from growing one carrot. I think it's like a very satisfying process. But, you know, I'll, I'll encourage people to do one webinar all day long. Do one, don't do zero, right? If you do one, it's better than none. One seed or two seeds is better than no seeds, but overseed, just overseed. And don't make the fact that that seed didn't bloom your fault. Like don't blame yourself because sometimes seeds just don't sprout, right? It's just the DNA or whatever it is about that seed that makes it not sprout. It it really has nothing to do with you. And maybe it does. I mean, maybe you didn't let it sit in a paper towel, in a wet paper towel long enough. Maybe you didn't, you didn't water it enough, but that's why you want to overseed, right? Like not overseed. You don't want to put like a thousand seeds in a tiny little planter box. Seed appropriately. <laughs> seed appropriately for the size of your box, for the size of your business. But keep seeding because here's the deal. You're going to think like, okay, I'm going to seed content, let's say in June. And I'm going to seed content in June for like an August launch. And then you're like, and then I'm going to stop because then if that launch goes well, I'm just going to like sit on that for a while. And then when I get desperate again, I'll start seeding. This is what happens in a small business when you're doing everything. You're like, okay, business development, business development, business development. Oh, okay. I landed the business. Do the work, do the work, do the work. Oh crap. I don't have any more work to do. Business development. (laughs) So you have to make sure that you're structuring your workflow so that you're doing both, so that there's always time for seeding. Because the more time you spend seeding and you just like fit it into your normal schedule, whatever that looks like for you, it doesn't have to be marketing. It can be, you know, conversations with people, networking, sending emails, whatever kind of business development you do, do it on a regular basis, make it a habit, make it a part of your normal routine so that you're not like abundant, scarce, abundant, scarce, which is kind of how we look at gardening when we live in climates where it's not nice all year round, right? Like if you live in two of my, you know, big areas, which are the Northwest of the U.S. and also the Northern part of Europe, Northwest Europe, These climates are cold most of the year 
And then we get this nice spring and we'll get like this nice spring weekend and everybody rushes out to the to the town, to the intertown or to the garden store. Everybody goes and like gets super excited and buys all their gardening stuff. And then and then it gets cold the next day. <laughs> Everything dies. But we get into this like abundant, scarce mindset. And dudes, I'm you can't see me unless you're looking, you're watching this on YouTube, but have this crazy eye twitch. Um and it's it feels like there's a bug like fluttering in my eye, but it's stress because I'm about to go on vacation and I'm like cram, I'm in cram mode of trying to get everything done. It's a good stress. It's a good stress, but it's showing up in my eyeball. So I need to like breathe. Um, in any case, we want to get out of this abundant, scarce kind of trajectory. So just plant seeds on a regular basis because it will detach you. It'll just be a part of your routine. So you'll be detached from the outcome, right? You'll forget that you planted those seeds. And then eventually you'll be like, oh my God, look at this. Like there's stuff growing. This is so exciting. Like, ooh, one of these might be ready to like eat, you know? So just if you stay in that, then it's not like all your attention is focused on planting seeds. And then none of your attention is focused on it. And then all your attention, because when you all of your attention is focused, literally, if you've ever, you know, do this exercise, take a seed and, and get it to sprout and see how much time you spend watching it, right? Like I've done this with my kids. Like we're going to take some apple seeds and we're going to see if we can turn it into a tree. And it's like, you watch it every day, a little bit of water watch, watch, watch. And then when it doesn't sprout, you're like, oh, but we like spent so much time loving on this seed and then it didn't sprout. But if you just were doing this like every week and you're like, start another seed, start another seed, start another seed, then you're not so attached to the outcome that when one sprouts, you get really excited, but you're not like watching it to see and then, you know, getting sad about it. And my clients who I've talked to about this concept, you know who you are, right? You know this feeling of like up and down and up and down and up and down. So we just want to really get that a little bit more even keeled. And here's what happens when you get to harvest time. You kind of, you know, I think it's good if you're looking at marketing and you're you're tracking what's working and not working, okay? I don't want to just say like plant all the seeds and then don't pay attention to them because I think in marketing, you want to see like what is working and then trim the weeds and then double down on the things that are working, right? I think that's an important part of that process. But if you're in the habit of regularly planting seeds, you're going to get to a moment in your business where you're like, boom. And Something like that happened to me. I actually don't want to talk about the specifics because I feel like I'm going to tell you about it soon. And I also feel like I don't, it's kind of like that sort of like, it's a little bit jinxy. If I talk about it now, it's a little too early to talk about it. But I've been working on a couple of big projects. And it's interesting because I've done, you know, so my business is almost three years old, which is crazy because I feel like it's like 10 years old. It's so like, I have learned so much in the time that I've been running this business, but it's, it's going on year three in the fall. And I've tried a lot of different things. Like I, cause I have no fear about pivot 
change, test, experiment, double down, pull back, run some ads, stop ads. So I've tried a lot of different things. I've planted a lot of seeds in a lot of different places. And one of these projects I'm working on is actually something that sort of precedes this role and this company. And it's just a, a, a project that where I feel like pretty consistently for over a very long period of time, I've sort of planted different types of seeds in this project. And again, I will reveal the project shortly. Not today, but in, in the coming weeks for sure. But so I've been kind of working towards it, working towards it, working towards it and not being attached to the outcome. I'm like, you know what? This is a learning. I'm in it. I'm on the path. I'm in this journey. I'm in like, I'm totally game to learn all the things I need to learn in this. And I'm not going to judge myself and I'm not going to shame myself if it's not like resulting in anything. I just kept at it and kept at it and kept at it. And I got to the point where I finally got somebody, I, I involved somebody else because I was like, I've been working on this for a while. I need somebody else to sort of look at it. And this is what we do with coaches too, when we've been running a business and we're like, can you just like come in here and, and take a look and just tell me if you think I'm doing things, you know, in the most optimized, efficient way. So I'd been working on this project and I got somebody to come in and, you know, I think we all tend to downplay what we bring to the table. And I think I've gotten better in the last couple of years of really like understanding where I thrive and where I feel like I'm making impact. So I feel pretty comfortable in that, but there are still places where I hold a lot of insecurity. And luckily it's not in the podcast (laughs) space because you can tell by my attitude that I am taking it lightly and it's way more fun. And, but there are places where I am, I hold more insecurity. And so this project that I'm working on is one of those places. And I just got feedback from this third party outside person. And it was, it was so positive that it made me burst out in tears because it was not what I was expecting. I'd been sowing these seeds for years and years and years with pretty much like close to zero feedback. And and it's similar with the podcast too. You know, it's fun because I talk about like, yay, my two listeners, I'm so happy for you. And then I I just got an email from someone and they're like, I'm your third listener. And I'm just like, it makes me so happy that I'm, you know, getting little incremental feedback on something that's so early on, right? This podcast is like very early stages. And so I love that, you know, it just makes me feel like, okay, like keep going, right? I mean, that's mainly, that's all I look for from feedback is like, should I keep going or should I stop? Because this is not providing value. And so I got that same kind of feedback from this other project and someone said, please, keep going. Like I'm begging you to keep going. And that made me cry because we get into a phase with our own lives and businesses and projects where we're like, is it worth it? I've been sowing these seeds for so long and like nothing is growing. And is it the climate? Like, do I need to move? Do I need to like try to grow something else? Is it the soil? Like you kind of keep going back at it. And there is a moment for all of us where we're like, and now I'm just tired, right? I think one of my clients said the other day, like, I just want a win. 
because we forget all the wins along the way, right? Like we forget that, okay, maybe the seed didn't bloom, but the bird came and ate the seed. And like, what a fun thing to watch or what, you know what I mean? Like there are these sort of halo effect wins as we choose to go on a journey of like self-discovery and growth, which is what entrepreneurship is at the end of the day. And we forget about the good things along the way. And so we we sit there for a while, we look at our garden and we're like, it hasn't grown in two years. And okay, I'm, that's not true for me. But like, let's say with this outside project, like I haven't really gotten feedback. I haven't really, I've been working on it by myself, siloed, you know, totally in my own head. I have no idea, no feedback. And, we, and then it's really easy to say like, I'm just going to shelve it. You know, like I've been working on it for a while. I haven't really gotten the feedback I need. It's taking a lot of time and energy. Okay, I'm at that moment where if this it doesn't, if this last sort of ditch effort doesn't work, I'm going to table it. And I don't know that I was necessarily at that place. I wasn't like totally ready to table this project, but I was kind of like losing momentum. And losing steam. And I was like, okay, I did the part that felt like the goal. Like I check, I can check off the goal, but do I want to take it any further? I don't know. And this person was like, please do. Please. <laughs> Please. Like they were pleading, right? And it's and and again, like I don't want to make seed planting about external validation, but there is a success metric to it, right? Like you're still watching the way you're doing it, how you're doing it, you're experimenting with different ways of doing it and you're recording that, right? You're looking at it and going, okay, that worked in the spring, that didn't work in the fall. What do I need to plant in the winter? What's going to grow? And and if nothing is growing, it, it I think it is important to kind of look at it and go, all right, I either need to make a really big change. I need to bring someone in to help me or I need to table this and I just need to go back to something else. And so it's not that we're looking for external validation, but we are looking for success metrics. What is the metric to you that shows growth? And it can be related to anything. It really can. I mean, if you're in the first or second year of your business, the revenue is probably not your best success metric. It's a success metric, right? If you're in it and it's not a hobby and it is a business, revenue, any amount of revenue is a metric to watch, but you're not going to, in the first two years, it's it, it's very rare. I'm not going to say it doesn't happen, but it's very rare to hit really, really high revenue numbers when you're in the seed planting phase. So th- so think of all the metrics that are important to you. In this project, the metric for me was not about like external numbers, right? So sometimes we will launch like a social media post and we're like, okay, if this gets engagement or if this gets a certain number of likes or if this many people like watch the video, that's that's a good metric. And and in my external project, I was like that's not my metric. My metric is more like quality. Is this a quality piece of work? Is this a quality project that makes an impact on people? And the feedback was, yes, it is. And that's enough. That's enough for me to keep going forward. So 
I planted a shitload of seeds around that project, like so many seeds for so many years because it was like the culmination of a lot of things, which is how things work, right? Like you're not going to launch a business solely from zero. You have experience you're pulling in. It might not be directly relevant, but you're still bringing that experience to the table. And for this external project, I was bringing it all. I was like, I'm going to put everything I know and have learned into this project. And my success metric is number one, can I just do it? Can I, can I, you know, collate all of those ideas and put it down somewhere? And then also like, is it clear, right? So can I do, can I get the goal done? Check. Is it clear, you know, like, Am I, am I getting to this place that feels like there's clarity and it's not just like a big jumble of shit, right? Like, am I planting my seeds in a row where it's like, you know, an efficient way to plant them? And then do I think that there's, you know, will it make, basically, will it help one person? Like, am I planting a garden and like one person will be fed from this garden? And I, and I hit those metrics. And it took a lot of seed planting. And what was nice is like the day I got the feedback on that project was the same day I got the email about my third listener. <laughs> so thank you for that, by the way. You know who you are. Um, and this is how it works. This is the universe giving you that indication that like, please don't stop what you're doing. Please don't stop sowing seeds. I feel this now. I feel this momentum. It can get lonely as shit doing this work, right? Like where you're you're sitting in a room. <laughs> like look, if you're watching me on YouTube, like here's my room. You've seen it before. Like I sit in this room. I spend a lot of time here by myself, which is enjoyable. I do enjoy working by myself. I also like collaborating with people. Um I don't mind being my, by myself, but it's really interesting. It's like you're sowing seeds, you're sowing seeds, you're sowing seeds. Nothing's growing. Nothing's growing. Okay, a few things are growing. Okay, a few things are growing. And now here I am and I'm like, you know what? Every seed does not sprout, but I am going to freaking keep sowing the seeds and planting them. And I, I'm going to do it like for sure another season, right? Like I want to go through a whole nother season. Because I, I think this, the last six months, I've probably learned more at a faster rate than I did in the two years previous. I really feel at this like two and a half mark, I'm sort of out of that drudge of like the initial admin, like, okay, I need my tools. I need my bank account. I need my this and that. I need some people that I can lean into. I sort of got through the admin piece, which I think takes about maybe two years, unfortunately. and. Now I'm kind of like in the flow and realizing where I want to be and how I want to show up and what things I want to bring to the table. And it's a, it feels really different. It feels really like I'm like feeding myself from my garden now. Like I'm feeding myself, I'm replanting, I'm feeding myself. And it's not like a feast because I learned, right? I learned which things I could plant and which things grow the best. And I'm going to tell you the truth. Lettuce is like freaking amazing here. Like you can just, you never have to buy lettuce again. If you live in the Netherlands, lettuce is like the best crop. <laughs> um, I grow a lot of uh, 
rucola. What do you call it? Uh, arugula. Um, so if you live in the Northwest or if you live in the in Northwest Europe, you should plant some lettuce. But I'm realizing what to double down on. I'm not going to try to grow basil outside anymore. It's just not going to work here. It's just not going to work. And that's fine. Like, I'm not making it mean anything about me. It's just, it's it's the climate, right? Like, I just cannot grow basil outside, but it's doing pretty well inside. It's starting to get a little sad. I don't know. I don't know why, but it's thinning out. I use it a lot. Um, but I'm I'm starting to, like, get that harvest. So if you're at that point where you're like, I think I'm done sowing seeds, just get some external feedback. Get somebody to come in and tell you if what you're seeing is really the truth, right? Like, is it biased by your negative thoughts or is it unbiased, right? I mean, get that outside perspective before you call it quits, before you close the door. I mean, my one of my, my two <laughs> listeners, you know who you are. I'm going to talk directly to you. You are a phenomenal coach. As you know, you've coached me for a long time and you are really, really, really like making massive, massive, massive in, I almost said income. So maybe that's coming. Impact. You're making huge impact. Huge. And I know there's a part of you that knows that. It's hard to, when you're very humble to admit to, but you know it. You know in your heart and in your soul what a phenomenal coach you are, but sometimes the business side of it is frustrating. The sales and marketing side can be really frustrating when you're a solopreneur, but when you're really, really freaking amazing at what you do, like over the top, like over the top amazing at what you do, find a way. Find a way so that you can bring that talent and gift to the world. And if you need someone to remind you how fucking awesome you are, find that person because it's worth it. Because you can feel your soul light up when you're in the work that you're meant to do. And that is me. And I can be humble all day long and, and you know, I'm bad at taking compliments, but I freaking love and adore the transformation that I see with my clients. It is the best gift to me in the world, right? Like when my clients have a problem that they bring to me and I help them solve it. And then there's like this expansiveness, not only in their business and like success that they see, but just this whole shift in the way that they, that they present themselves, that they stand, that they hold themselves. Like they believe something different about themselves. There is nothing better in this world. And I will keep freaking sowing the seeds no matter how many grow and how many don't for at least another season. I mean, here we are going into year three. Like, if I can do this forever for the rest of my life, I will. I mean, I'm in it. If I didn't get paid to do this work, if I won the lottery and didn't need to earn an income, I would keep doing this work. I freaking love it. And it doesn't mean you don't have to love your work that much, 
but you do have to love what you're doing enough. Whatever this project is, whatever the thing is that you're working on where you're sowing the seeds, you have to love it enough to be willing to disconnect from whether those sprouts, those seeds sprout and give yourself the grace and the patience and give your, give the seeds the space and the grace to absorb the sun and the soil and the water and give them a chance, give them a chance. It's not going to happen overnight. No seed sprouts overnight. Well, maybe like chia. (laughs) You remember the the like chia heads in the 80s? I'm sure a lot of you don't remember, but you can probably YouTube it. It's worth it. It's worth watching these like weird ceramic heads grow chia sprout hair. Um, Yeah, in the 80s, we knew about chia seeds. Dudes, it's it's not new. It's nothing new. So go plant some chia seeds. Wait for them. Have the patience. Plant the seeds and wait. And don't watch them. And don't like put a a webcam to watch them or time lapse it or whatever. Just get like take a breath. Plant the seed and take a breath and trust that if you feel like what you have to offer in this project or this job or this new business or whatever it is, or this relationship, whatever it is, whatever seed you're planting, give it time and don't give up. Because if you're listening to this, then likely you're doing something that's making an impact and people need you wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're making an impact in the place where you are in all these ways that you might not even be able to see. Keep planting the seeds cuz i can tell you in the you know in this moment of harvest it's so freaking worth it thank god i planted all the seeds that i planted because i am so happy to be sitting in this place where i get to eat a few carrots and they taste delicious and i'm really really proud and happy in this like co-creation, right? It's a co-creation. Like I didn't invent the carrot, but I'm giving it a place to grow. And it's awesome. So keep at it, please. Don't give up. Keep at it. Get some outside perspective. Know in your heart that you're doing the right thing, that you're on the right path. And if you're not, then change. Then pivot. Don't waste any more time planting the wrong seeds in the wrong soil, in the wrong climate. Double down on what works. And that's it. I love you, dudes. I'm using the word dude a lot lately, I think, because I'm prepping to go to California. So I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting my home vibes. Um, but I love you and I'll leave it at that. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.